Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. New England Patriots coverage on CLNSRadio.com. We want to hear from you, so call in right now. The phone lines are open, 929-477-2386. What's going on, Pats Nation? This is the CLNS New England Patriots post game show. I am your host, Marvin Izan. Also got my co-host with me, Mike Nice and the Patriots rally back to beat the new New York Jets 22 to 17. It was your typical Patriots Jets game. Hard hitting, rough game, but you know, Patriots pulled through at the end. What's going on, Mike? Not much, man. That game, like you said, typical Jets Patriots game coming down to the end. Uh, one thing that happened in this game, uh, Tom Brady, you know, he moved up in the record books today, you know, got that 200th career win. He also passed 60,000 60, uh, career passing yards. And on top of that, that was his 50th game-winning drive. So, I mean, Tom Brady, you know, making things happen today and all led to a Patriots win over the rival New York Jets. Yes, it wasn't an easy game. There's so much we can talk about, but Brady hits his milestone, ties Peyton Manning for the 200th career, and it's just it's gonna keep on going up from there, Mike. You know, he still has several, several more wins in his pocket, and we're lucky as New England Patriots fans to have witnessed all of his greatness, pretty much. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, this guy has been getting it done for years now. If I got the stat correctly, I think he's played in um, 261 games, and in 261 games, he has 200 wins. That's pretty remarkable. Uh, this guy's just a winner, Marv. He's just a winner year in and year out when he plays. It's usually a winning season for him and the Patriots, uh, and he gets the job done. I mean, you don't usually see uh, Tom Brady having to muster up a lot of game-winning drives because a lot of the times Patriots are usually getting things done early in the game and doesn't have to come down to that. But I tell you, if there's a game-winning drive that needs to happen, it's good to have Tom Brady as your quarterback to make that drive happen. I feel like especially under under two minutes or two-minute drill-type drives, you know, Tom Brady's one of, if not the best, to make things happen. And like I said, you have that type of performance at least to a win like we witnessed here today. 
Yes, game score, once again, 22-17. We got our guy, Michael Laundry running the switchboard. Mike, it wasn't a pretty game, but Patriots come out on top. What did you see in this one? Well, it, it definitely wasn't a pretty one. You're absolutely right about that. But, you know, I was mentioning it to Mike uh, pre-show when we were just sitting there. I was like, man, it's been a while since we've seen a game-winning drive from uh, TB12. And uh, it was nice to see, you know, uh, as, as bad as the, the, the game was overall. I mean, the offense did not look in sync. Obviously, Rob Gronkowski goes down in the first quarter. Martellus Bennett, not too long after, goes down, and everyone gets pretty nervous because then there was no tight ends left on the field. Uh, so, I mean, Bennett didn't look the same coming back. That could be something to watch going forward. But overall, I mean, you know, Patriots knocked out another win. They're now 9-2. and two. Uh, d- Depending, I mean, if, if, if Oakland can squeeze this one out right now, they're playing still going on right now. But if they can squeeze it out, Patriots will be tied with them for the best record in the AFC. If, uh, if Carolina can find a way to come back and win, Patriots home field advantage. So, you know, really, what can you argue about, right? There's not much you can complain about. But we want to hear from you guys, the listeners. So call on in. The Blue Apron call lines are now open. Get three free meals with free shipping by simply going to blueapron.com slash patriots. And the number is 929-477-2386. Once again, it's 929-477-2386. We got our guy, Nick, from Tampa calling in. Nick. Patriots 22-17 win. Wasn't pretty, but they came out there. Brady got his 200th win. What did you like in this one? Well, there wasn't too much to like until about the uh, the end of the fourth quarter, and then even then, calling back that two-point conversion kind of had me a little bit salty, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah, it had me nervous. You know, I, I think they said during the game, uh, Tom Brady's never lost back-to-back games against the Jets, and Tonight wasn't the night, or to this afternoon, this afternoon I should say, wasn't the the, the day he was going to start. But um, definitely a lot to talk about. A lot of good play going on. Edelman, you know, was the workhorse. Um, eight receptions for 83 yards. He didn't have any touchdowns. Um, Malcolm Mitchell uh, held that down for us. And I think that as we see Malcolm Mitchell get older and develop, you know what I'm saying, and, and find his role in this offense, I think he might be that, you know, that deep threat, big receiver that we've been waiting for, that we've been looking for. Um, Chris Hogan had a had a decent game as well, and uh, Legarrette Blunt, although he seemed uh, pr- pretty quiet for most of the game, they held him in check. The, the Jets have a have a real solid defense. Um, sixty seven yards and eleven carries. That's six yards per carry. He still did the the workhorse thing in the end. Um, my game ball would go to uh, Chris Long and Trey Flowers there at the end for sealing yeah. it. Although I don't know if uh, the Jets would have would have got down and got a touchdown anyway because they were pretty lethargic themselves. Um, but I know you guys are going to bring it up. My last point: Stephen Guskowski. I don't know how. What oh, is boy. wrong with this guy? I mean, it shouldn't have even been that close. It shouldn't have even come down to that. Steven Guskowski, he's going to be looking for a new job if he, if he, if he can even find one after this season. He was just <laughs> terrible again. I don't know what's wrong with his head. He needs to go see a psychiatrist, a psychologist, get himself some meds, find a new girlfriend. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but he's having problems, bruh. He's terrible. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, in the end, they pulled it out. I'm happy. Looked like for most of the game, Fitzpatrick, who is absolutely terrible. Our defense made him look almost like a stud, almost, but not quite. And then Tom Brady, as in classic Tom Brady fashion, especially with the record on the line, like you guys mentioned, his 200 uh, career win, pulled out that game-winning drive at the end, and that's all you can really ask for. Just, you know, makes my night happy. 
Put the cap on the weekend. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Uh, thank you, hey, Nick. Nick. Appreciate it, y'all. Go, Yo, go ahead, man. You can you can get your last point in. Uh, no, I, I don't have a uh, last point. Just um, check me out tomorrow night on CLNS Radio. I'll be co-hosting with Matt Rury the CLNS uh, Celtics post-game show against the Heat. So the call number is three four seven two one five seven 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 one. You can check me out if you want to hear me hosting. But um, I know I don't do as good a job as you guys do. But you know you can check oh, me out. Oh man, <laughs> don't even, bro. Don't even. Appreciate it, man. We'll definitely check that show out tomorrow for sure, man. Take it easy, y'all. All right. Yeah, Mike. Nick brought up some some great points there that I want to I want to tackle on. First and foremost, the defense. Once again, the defense wasn't. It wasn't great, Mike. Um, Fitzpatrick didn't get touched pretty much until the, that last ending drive. He got sacked one time, you know, had went 22 for 32, 269 yards, two touchdowns. That's not the Fitzpatrick we received all season long. This is a guy who threw six interceptions in one game, you know, very having a horrible, horrible year, but – you know, Patriots made Fitzpatrick look pretty decent. His receivers made some incredible catches, though. I'll give him that. You know, Inu Inu I can't. I can never say his name. Enuwa had ah, some great know, catches. <laughs> Marshall, you know, he 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 got hit his own against Butler a couple of times. So the receivers made some big plays for Fitzpatrick in this game. Absolutely, it's one thing with his Patriots defense regardless of who they play, they always make opposing quarterbacks and offenses look better than they're supposed to look. And there was no difference today with Ryan Fitzpatrick. This is a guy who has sucked pretty much all year long. Like you mentioned, had a game where he threw like what, four or five, six interceptions or whatever the case was. This is a guy in an offense that usually sucks and struggles. And I mean, today, if you look at a stat line, uh, 32 attempts, 22 completions, uh, 269 yards and two touchdowns at a QBR rating of 115.2. You see that stat line, that's pretty solid. That could possibly be his best stat line of the season. But that's just how the Patriot defense rolls. They make teams and quarterbacks look much better uh, than, they're, than they, they are, and they play much better uh, against this defense. Um, but in the end, uh, that last drive there, you know, I agree with what Nick said. I didn't think the the Jets were really going to make a, a drive um, coming down in that fourth quarter with the time ticking down. But, you know, going into that, I know you and me here, we're here talking. Um, you watch that, it's like you don't know what the – could the Patriots possibly blow this? A couple big plays down the field that we've seen the Patriots give up. You know, you, you, you never know. You never know. But luckily, Chris Long and, and Flowers, you know, had that – that fumble had take place and, and was able to get the ball back and that put the clamps on the game for sure. Definitely something that we've been talking about here on this show is the lack of turnovers that this defense causes. And at the end of the game to seal the deal, getting that fumble, that was classic, classic Patriots, how they used to end games off, you know, with the, either with an interception or fumble just to seal the deal. And there's something we haven't seen this year. So to see that, it was just a little refreshing be like, all right, Chris, Chris Long, Trey Flowers really cleaned it up and ended the game right there before things could get really interesting and nerve-wracking. But we're definitely going to get more into the defense, that fumble, and a lot more on the offense. But first, we're going to hear quick words from our sponsors. 
The workers who have succeeded in this new economy are those who know how to decide for themselves how to spend their time and allocate their energy. They understand how to set goals, prioritize tasks, and make choices about which projects to pursue. People who know how to self-motivate, according to studies, earn more money than their peers, report higher levels of happiness, and say they are more satisfied with their families, jobs, and lives. The preceding excerpt is from Charles Duhigg's The Power of Habit audiobook, published by Random House Audio. Audible is the leading source of audiobooks online, and to get access to audiobooks such as this, along with a free 30-day trial, log on to audiblepodcast.com slash try now. Thanks to everyone who downloaded the CLNS Radio New England Patriots postgame show, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and of course, the free CLNS Radio mobile app. Another game is in the books for the four-time Super Bowl champions. Before you know it, another week of football will be upon us, and we here at the Patriots D Podcast will have you covered. We'll provide the most in-depth breakdown of the most recent Patriots game, reaction to all the transpirings throughout the week, all while looking ahead by providing a featured interview as we go behind enemy lines the Pats next opponent. It's all on the Patriots Beat Podcast, powered by CLNS Radio. Released every Friday morning at 5 a.m. Eastern Time on CLNSRadio.com, iTunes, Stitcher, and of course, the CLNS Radio mobile podcast app. Patriots rally back in on the road against the Jets, 22-17. to A guy who had a great big game, rookie Malcolm Mitchell, five receptions, 42 yards, and two touchdowns, seven targets as well. So that's a huge number because it shows that Brady is starting to have some trust into Mitchell and is believing in him. I mean, Gronk not playing also enabled Mitchell to step up, but he had a great game. The rookie's really been stepping up these past two weeks, and I'm I'm loving it because I we saw what he could do in the preseason before he got hurt. We heard great things, and now he's really starting to progress and. Who knows what he can really become into this Patriots offense, but things are looking really, really good. And right now we're about to enter our segment with Harris, Harris of the Patriots Beat Podcast, which is released first thing every Friday morning on clnsradio.com and the CLNS Radio mobile app. Harris, Malcolm Mitchell had a great game. The rookie's really been stepping up these past two weeks, man. Finally, they've drafted a wide receiver that actually knows how to catch the ball. You know, you know, Aaron Dobson, Taylor Price, like all these dudes. I think I think Aaron Dobson played one game where he looked like a legitimate NFL starter. But Malcolm into the past two games has looked unbelievable. I mean, in college, he was great his uh, sophomore and junior year at Georgia, and then you know blows out his knee. I believe his senior year. Drops to the third round, but the kid has always been athletic. He always has had great hands, and he's always run routes well. But his problem is is that he's constantly gotten injured over and over and over again. But if he stays healthy, he stays on the field. I mean, you know, I don't think we're going to see Danny Amendola after this season. You have Malcolm Mitchell. You brought in Chris Hogan um, this past offseason. He just doesn't really fit on this team with the amount of money they're paying him. But he's clearly in Tom Brady's circle of trust. I love what you see from him. See, talking about Tom Brady again, I mean, I think this is something we always – we bring this up every every week, you know, how great Tom Brady is. But just talk about, you know, him, you know, getting over 60,000 yards, him getting his 200s career uh, win. Just how great has this guy really been? Well, people 
people don't like the QB win stat because they don't think it gives enough credit to the rest of the football team. And they say, oh, the quarterback gets all the glory and blah, blah, blah. And I totally understand that. But, you know, there are games like today and the games like, you know, San Francisco and a couple of the games today where he's just gone out there and said, all right, I'm just going to beat this professional football team. And he did. You know, that last drive when he delivered a strike to Hogan, strikes to Mitchell all over the place. He, he was playing on one leg today, and you could see it. He didn't play – today wasn't a great game for him. His yards per attempt were incredibly low. His yards per, uh, his yards per catch, I should say, were also incredibly low. But at the same time, he delivered when he had to, didn't turn the ball over, moved okay in the pocket again. I think that knee injury is a little bit more serious than they've been letting on. He was really struggling to move uh, at the end of that game. But, I mean, 60,000 yards uh, – the. Mike Dyer, one of the sports producers for Fox 25, tweeted it out that it took Brett Favre 322 games to get to 200 wins. It took uh, Peyton Manning 284, and it took Tom Brady 262 games, or 261. He is 261 win-to-loss ratio in his NFL career. I, win, QB wins or not, I, I, that's incredible. That, that's, an, that's an amazing accomplishment. Once again, we're talking about Brady's greatness, and we're putting it to rest, man. Just, you can't compare him to anybody else. That right there should say 200 wins in 260 games. Can you say anything else right there? It's it's ridiculous how great this guy's been and how consistent year in, year out. And imagine if he didn't even get hurt in 2008, what his numbers would be like. I always think about that. So Brady has that, just that been magnificent. Season. That 2008 season would have been even better than the 2007 season because they had an entire returning cast of the same players. Plus, um, you know, Brady was, what, 28 that year, I want to say? Maybe a little around 28, maybe 27. But just think, Tom Brady's already reached 200 wins, tied for all time with postseason wins, already at 60,000 yards, and we don't even know when he's going to stop playing. So he could just set, you know, he could set like Hank Aaron numbers for what he's about to do. He might set Wayne Gretzky numbers for, for NFL. It's just, it's, it's hard to fathom based off of the, the current NFL that we live in and how hard it is to stay healthy for as long as he has and say, Oh, there's going to be someone else very soon. That's going to do what he does. Maybe it's Derek Carr. Who knows? But at the same time, it's so hard to discredit what he's done for this team and for this organization, whether it's contractually whether it's with leadership position, it is, it's amazing. And whether or not you like the man or whether or not you like him, you think he's kind of corny, whatever, the guy can flat out play quarterback better than anyone else has, maybe in the history of the sport, currently in the league at least. But it, it's, it's an amazing accomplishment. And, again, you know, sometimes it's a game in New York. You just have to roll in there and win. And that's what he did. He rolled in there with his team, threw two touchdowns to Malcolm Mitchell, and there's your win. Absolutely. Got a question, Mark? Because um, you were speaking on health, and a, a person that I want to speak on that, you know, because of the win might get overshadowed, but Rob Gronkowski left early in the first quarter, you know, with <laughs> with the with his with a back injury that seemed looked like out of nowhere, pretty much. How concerned should we be that he didn't even return from this back injury? And this could this be something? Once again, getting towards the playoffs, that we're we're wondering what's good with Rob Gronkowski's health. 
We should be concerned as uh, how many time, how many different ways he's been injured so far this year. I believe, you know, my dad brought this up today, and I completely disagree with him. He, I had him on the podcast this uh, past Friday, which was fun, but he brought up a point of saying, oh, we need to trade Rob Gronkowski because he keeps getting injured, and I said that's absolutely crazy, but I, I am completely in the camp. You're sitting at 9-2. and two. You still have three division games, one game in Denver, and that's kind of it. After that Denver game, if he even plays in that game, sit him. Sit him. I don't care. There's no sense playing him. The team is good enough to win without him. You, you, you save him for the playoffs. They did the same thing last year. They just didn't play him. Sure, they lost three games down the stretch, and that really killed their seeding chances. But this is a different year. This is a different AFC. They don't have to deal with the, with the Denver Broncos, like some incredible Peyton Manning comeback team. The, Rob Gronkowski – being saved for the playoffs is the Patriots' best bet of winning a Super Bowl this year. If we don't see Rob Gronkowski for the rest of the regular season, that is fine with me. I do not care. I'd rather see him healthy for the playoffs than see him get banged up all over the place. He, play, he, what, he, he got targeted twice and had to leave the game like halfway through the first quarter. It's not worth it. Sit him, bring him back for the playoffs, and I'm telling you the results will be way better than, than what we get if he's out there for the regular season. Could this team survive uh, a playoff run or possibly a Super Bowl? I mean, you saw Gronk go down. You're talking about him. You know, Bennett had an injury today, too. You know, if this team just rolls out there with a, a combination of Edelman, Amendola, Hogan, and Mitchell, could Brady and, and could the Pats still make things happen? Just those guys, if it came down to it? I think they could, not because of the rest of the receivers, but because of their running game. I mean, I think we see we saw a team today that really stayed away from the run. You know, they tried to run the ball in the first half, and they were just running it to Richardson and Wilkerson and Williams. They were getting nothing. So, like, all right, we're just going to abandon the run, give the ball to Brady. But look at the other teams in the AFC. The Raiders don't have an incredible run defense. Uh, you know, the, the, the Ravens are you, – you can run on the Ravens if you really want to. The Steelers have a bad run defense. With Deion Lewis looking as good as he's looked, James White made a couple of huge plays today. He should, that two-point conversion was, was crap. He took a step in the end zone. I, I don't get it. This, this league is yeah. so nitpicky. But, you know, the, this running game I think is something that, you know, goes into – you go into every game not really thinking about it, but you forget LeGarrette Blunt is having a career year. Deion Lewis is back to form. James White's having a great year. The offensive line run blocks really well when they are completely smothered by three all-pro potential defensive linemen. So it, it, I think their run game is what is eventually going to win them a bunch of playoff games this year. If they do get a bye – you know, Oakland's a really good team. You know, Oakland took down the Panthers today. You know, Derek Carr with that dislocated pinky, we'll see. But the, the Oakland defense is worse than the Patriots. People keep thinking, again, you know, I, all over Twitter, people are, you know, banging on the Patriots defense. They rolled into New York, and they only get, they got the 17 points, and they win by five. Mike Loiko tweeted out today that the past five wins for the Patriots have come by point differentials of 7, 5, 3, 2, and 1. They gave up 17 points. I don't know what else you want from this defense. They forced two turnovers. They gave up 17 points, and they won. And I don't understand what, pe- what more people want. Do they want them to shut them out? How many shutouts have happened in the NFL this year? I, I don't know what else people want. I think what the concern is with the defense is when you, uh, I hear you on a point 
Harris, because 17 points, this time you can hold any NFL team 17 points, especially when you have a team like the Patriots, your chances of winning is incredible. What frustrates Patriots Nation when they see is the, the big yardage plays or the amount of how long the defense stays on the field. That's what frustrates Patriots Nation, that the defense usually stays on the field for a long time. Plays are, are usually um, used against them and you know, when you see Malcolm Butler get get burned by Brandon Marshall and you see Logan Ryan mm-hmm. having a horrible year, Eric Rowe not stepping up to play, it's like it gets it gets concerning. And then the lack of turnovers, except for, you know, finally at the end of the, this play, we finally got a fumble in a fumble recovery. It's just been frust- a frustrating year. Well, I mean, you know, you mentioned Logan Ryan. He finally he had a really good game today. They switched him on to Brandon Marshall in the second half, and Marshall was pretty shut down. Well, they put Harmon over the top and bracketed him with uh, Ryan uh, underneath. But, you know, the, the thing with the – so the thing with the bend and break defense that I think is getting lost on a lot of Patriots fans is that the problem is not being on the field too long. That's fine. But what you're supposed to do with the bend and break defense – bend and don't break defense, I should say, is you're supposed to – it's supposed to come with turnovers. And the, I, I said it last week that the problem with this team is that they don't force turnovers. This week, they forced two, two turnovers, and there is your football game. That's two drives. That, 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 that's the entire football game. You know, the, Malcolm Butler doesn't force that fumble. The Jets have all the momentum currently. Robbie Anderson had just made like a 26-yard catch there at midfield. But that fumble changed the entire complexion of the game. And then Chris Long finally makes the play he's been so close to making all year and gets that fumble. So if you're not forcing turnovers, the bend and don't break defense looks really bad. And I'll admit, it has looked really bad. But it's been working because they haven't been giving up crazy amounts of points. But the, they need to force more turnovers. I think today was a, an, an obvious improvement being two turnovers when I think they forced what? They had to have forced under six turnovers in ten games this year. So it was a nice change. So the Patriots win out? Um, I think they lose one more game. There's usually a game when you, you know, where they're sitting at nine and two now. So, you know, they, they have six games left. You were five games left. Six games? Yeah, five games left. So usually somewhere in there they drop a game and end up 13-3. and three. Is this a 14-2 and two football team to me? I, I, I don't see it. I see them losing one of those divisional games down the stretch, maybe to the Bills, or maybe they lose a game to the Dolphins when they've sat their players securing the one seed and the Dolphins are trying to make a wild card spot. So one game in there I think they'll drop just because they might be sitting starters or they just you know lose a football game. But again, this team should roll into the playoffs thirteen and three at least, and, and nothing lower than that. If they end up, if this football team then ends up twelve and four, they're in big trouble. Absolutely, man. I agree with you. I mean, I'm looking at the schedule right now, and I mean, I think you'll get a tough game with those Ravens or Broncos. I mean, you see the Jets again. You never know how that's going to turn out. But I think between the Ravens or Broncos, you could see it. I mean, plus that game against the Broncos is in Denver and you already know how, you know, the Patriots play when they go, go uh, to Denver to play and that altitude and everything. So we'll see how it goes for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm also really interested in that game against the Baltimore Ravens. Cause I think the Baltimore Ravens are one of the most overrated teams in football. They, I, I don't get it how they keep winning games. They're, they're not a good football team. Joe Flacco is having a horrible season. They can't run the ball. I, I don't get it. They, they somehow just, 
win. They, they there's no right, there's no right reason. They just do. And I think the, this Patriots team, you know, usually would get tripped up by a Ravens team like this that has a pretty stellar or has had a pretty stellar defense. Eric Weddle's having an amazing season again, but. I think the Ravens game that they're going to play either next week or the week after that is going to be the real tell-all for this Patriots team. Because that Denver game could go either way when it's in Denver. You really have no idea what's going to happen. It really depends on who's healthy, this, that, whatever, and a couple bounces. But that Ravens game, if they can come out and really give it to one of the better defenses in football, I think that's going to be a big confidence boost just for the entire team to show everyone, all right, we are the elite team of the AFC. This is our conference. Let's, let's go into the playoffs having beat, you know, the leading team in the AFC North and the leading team in the AFC West. So it'll, 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 I think that Ravens game is going to be a real tell-all for uh, this Patriots season. Absolutely, man. I agree. But, Harris, appreciate you having on, man. Always a pleasure giving you your insight. And we'll definitely talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Have a good one. Take it easy. But, yeah, I mean, I agree with Harris 100%. Uh, that, that Ravens game is, is going to be a big test for the Patriots and see how they roll against that team. I mean, like I said, between the, the Ravens game and the Broncos game, uh, if the Patriots are to lose another game, I feel like it's coming uh, against, against one of those teams. I mean, get the Rams next week, next Sunday. Don't really see them as true competition. Uh, and after the Ravens, Broncos, you get the Jets and Dolphins. And sometimes people worry about, you know, those 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 games against uh, opponents in your division. And you know, you get games against the Jets where where the, they play close. You know, every time they meet, it's always a close game with the Patriots and Jets. Um, and then, you know, the Dolphins. We saw what happened earlier in the season, uh, first game of the season, I believe. Uh, when the Patriots and, and, and um, the Dolphins played, you know, Tannehill came back in that second half and threw for over 300 yards. So it's going to be interesting to see for sure. I mean, you know, a lot of people probably see Gronkowski go down with injury, don't, doesn't return to the game. You see Bennett go down. I thought, you know, Marvin and I watching here, we thought that injury is far worse than uh, – uh, when we saw it, but he was able to come back in the game and play. But, I mean, if it ever turned into a situation, you know, you have Bennett, pitchers have Bennett, and you say, like, okay, since Bennett's there, if Gronk were to ever go down and be out for a long period of time, you know, you could just lean on Bennett as your, your number one tight end. I mean, he's pretty much built like Gronkowski, uh, so the pitch would be good to go. But if it was ever a situation where, you know, you lose both those guys, Gronk, You know, at, at times, I'd probably think to myself, could be tough. You know, Patriots, you know, Tom Brady, he loves the tight ends and the connection he has uh, with them. And, and you've seen how him and Gronk have played over the last several years. But, I mean, I like what we're getting out of the wide receivers. You know, Edelman's still consistent. Um, Amendola's there. Hogan's there. And now you get, you know, the last two weeks, you've seen Malcolm Mitchell really step up and have big games. You could finally say the Patriots have a have a a, a wide receiver uh, which they drafted that can possibly really develop into be something uh, for this team long term. So, you know, you don't want to lose Gronk ever. You don't want to lose Bennett, but you know, finally have some wide receivers 
four wide receivers, Edelman, Amendola, Hogan, and Mitchell that you could depend on. I remember, Mike, you used to always rant how Patriots have wide receivers, how to get Brady weapons, get Brady weapons but it seems like Brady has all the weapons in the world that when it comes to the three running backs, the four wide receivers that you mentioned, and then the two tight ends, you can't really ask for more from a from an offensive standpoint. Once again, you know, Patriots win 22-17 against the Jets. It was hard fought, ended off with a Chris Long force fumble, got um, picked up by Trey Flowers. Great, great win from the Patriots on the road. They will see the Jets again in a couple weeks. So we'll see what happens then. But, you know, Jets always, always the Patriots tough. We're going to now bring in our good friend, Wes Langley, from New England Patriots Nation. Wes, what's going on, man? What did you see in this Patriots game? Well, uh, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, what stood out to me was uh, I seen uh, the defense uh, a little bit better. It was stepping up, especially against the run. I've seen that we gave up less than 70 yards rushing in, in the game. So, uh, And then also, uh, Trey Flowers, he, he stepped up big time. Uh, Kurt Chris Long, uh, he caused a fumble at the last. That was a big time play during crunch time. They they both uh, stood out to me. Uh, and what I, and what is significant to me is uh, the 200th win by Tom Brady, and he doesn't appear to be slowed down like Peyton Manning was when he got his 200th win. Is there is there any debate for you as to if Tom Brady is the greatest of all time? I mean, a lot of people talk about Montana and other guys, but do you have any debate? Do you argue with anybody and and, and how you feel? Uh, I don't think there's a debate. Uh, Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. If you look at it, he has done this in a salary cap era and a passing era and where the athletes are bigger, faster, and stronger than they ever have been. So if you look at what he has done, the most playoff wins, all the MVP awards, Super Bowl MVPs, wins, he has now 60,000 passing yards plus and he has over 400 uh, passing touchdowns. He's first ballot Hall of Famer, and I believe he's the greatest of all time. Wes, a big topic we've been talking about during this season is the Patriots' defense and this bend-don't-break style that they play. A lot of people, you know, especially us here on the show, too, we criticize the defense and wish it was better, wish it caused more turnovers, you know, it's not let up so many yards, not – not let these quarterbacks look so good against this defense. Are you concerned with anything, any area of the defense, and why? Uh, there is a little bit of concern. Uh, you are correct on the bend don't break defense part. Uh, we aren't really uh, uh, turning, causing turnovers as much as we were. I think it's a, just a little bit of adjustment of losing Jamie Collins and adjusting to our new linebackers that are coming in, and then uh, still <coughs> missing. A little miscommunication in the secondary. Hey, I assure you, uh, Bill will get that fixed. Uh, we've been trying to ro- rotate some players. Eric Rowe, you know, he's a, a first-year uh, starter for us uh, from Philly. Uh, he's been uh, 
so, so, so far. But I think he has a lot of potential. Uh, we're just going week to week and going from there. So I think this week was a lot better than last. So Absolutely, man. That, and one thing we saw over the last couple of weeks, you know, this game and last game, the development of, of – and then the outcoming of um, Malcolm Mitchell. I mean, this is a guy that the Patriots drafting. We know the long history of Patriots, Bill Belichick, drafting uh, wide receivers. But what do you see in Malcolm Mitchell that you really like and, and how he could be a big part of the, the future of this team and the offense? Well, Malcolm Mitchell, he's going to be a great player. Uh, he already is a great player. He, he listens. Uh, he he runs a great route. He he has the speed, and uh, he he just is wanting to learn, and he he just wants to make, make plays for the offense, and that's all you can ask for. And he has a lot uh, a lot of skill set that a lot of receivers don't have in this league. And I just uh, can't can't wait uh, to see what he can do in the future for us. What I don't, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Anyways, uh, what I was trying to say is Malcolm Mitchell uh, has had – so far he has uh, – He's been good. He's been on. good. I, yeah, I definitely... he's been good. I apologize for that. I apologize for that. I, I was talking to a friend, too. I'm sorry. I was trying to do the double task. So I apologize for that. But uh, uh, he has went through expectations more than I uh, in year one than I, I thought that he would. The expectations That's, was very low for him. I'm I'm very excited. I was very excited about him. I'm glad that he stepped up, and he's stepping up now because we could use him going in towards the end of the year. Now with question marks with Rob Gronkowski and, you know, Bennett. Bennett seems to be a little hobbled as well. So it's great to see that he's developing and he's moving on and getting better day by day. So, Wes, thank you very much for your input and your insight. Do you have any last thoughts that you want to say on this game? I just wanted to thank you for having me. And I do have a few other things uh, that I would like to address. Uh, the, the run defense, I just want to give them a lot of credit. Uh, they stopped the run uh, as best uh, you possibly can in the NFL. Uh, we held the Jets under 100. Uh, the, the Jets, they, they have a very good quality offensive line and I'm very proud uh, of that. And then Tom, Tom Brady's accomplishment of 200 wins and his 60,000 pass yard that he accomplished. Uh, I think that you uh, got, got to give credit there for that. That's a huge accomplishment in the NFL. That's a great point that I, I want to bring up later on on the show as well. You nailed it on the head. The run defense was great. Matt Forte, I, th I think he, he had less than 50 yards. Hold on, let me get the stat. Matt Forte had 13 carries, 27 yards only. Bilal Powell, 8 carries, 36 yards. So the run defense really held it down this week. Great point. Thank you once again, Wes, from Patriots Nation. It's been a pleasure. All right. Thank you for having me. Thanks a lot, man. Thank you. Bye. Mike, something we didn't speak on is the run defense. And as Wes mentioned, they had a great game. Matt Forte is one of the elite running backs in this league. I know he's a lot older. Bilal Powell's another, you know, change of a pace back. But Patriots really bottled those guys up. This And may, may Ryan Fitzpatrick be the person that was going to beat us. Yeah, man. Uh, 
But you say that, and once if you have to say that sentence right there, you know it's not happening. I don't. Ryan Fitzpatrick sucks. So I mean, like I said earlier in the show, you look at his stat line, and I mean he had a pretty good game. But I guess for, for them, it you know how he's been performing all season. He's that line you you see today from him. It's pretty solid. But if you're putting a game in, in Matt Ryan's hands, and, and I mean not Matt Ryan, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, to to win. It's not happening, and I'm just thankful that the Patriots were able to to make that defensive stand there in the fourth quarter, force that turnover, and you know secure the win. So, in this week, we saw that you know Malcolm Butler didn't have his best game. You know, it's a hard matchup when you're matched up against um, Brandon Marshall, who got so much has so much height over him. Then we saw Logan Ryan be the be the guy, who, and Logan Ryan and Eric Rowe you know, match up differently being the second cornerback. I don't know if I've seen any differences or I've seen anything different from the week prior, but this is going to be it pretty much for the rest of the year. You know, Patriots, Bel- Belichick and Matt Patricia are just going to use matchups who they think is going to be the best fit on being the second cornerback, whether it be Logan Ryan and Eric Rowe. They didn't have great stellar games, but they didn't have bad games either. Ryan Fitzpatrick did miss a couple of throws that could have easily been for big games that we were lucky to avoid. But this is it pretty much with the secondary. We just need to see more schemes, honestly, to cause turnovers. Otherwise, when you face better teams than the Jets, it could hurt you. 22 points wasn't great. Brady didn't have a great game this week. We know that he's hobbled with that knee injury. So there's some things. Had, it wasn't a great game. It wasn't a great game from the Patriots, and just a lot of things that Patriots need to improve on. The secondary is always going to be a story week by week with this team. Absolutely, man. We'll watch week in and week out, um, you know, with the games coming up uh, on the schedule. You know, I just want to see – I just want to see how this Patriots this defense and secondary performs against uh, the Broncos. That's the team I'm looking at right now. How do you – how are you going to handle – those guys over there. I mean, the other teams on the schedule, you know what the Jets offer uh, when we face them again. Dolphins, I mean, they have Landry. Um, they have they have those guys. The Ravens, uh, Mike Wallace, um, Steve Smith, you know, but the Broncos offense is what I'm, I'm watching to see. So that's just what it boils down to. I mean, hopefully the Patriots will be able to handle things as they move throughout the schedule. But it's all about waiting and seeing how the matchups shake out. Want to give a quick shout out to today's sponsors, Omaha Steaks and Blue Apron. Get the perfect holiday gift with the family gift pack from Omaha Steaks by going to omahasteaks.com. Enter my code BEAT, that's B-E-A-T, in the search bar and add the family gift pack to your cart for just $49.99. That's a 77% savings. Also, Blue Apron gives you great food for less than $10 per meal. Blue Apron delivers new seasonal recipes each week along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals at a great price. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash patriots. We'll love if everyone, if they had interest, would use these promo codes as it is a way to help support us here at CLNS Radio. We're now about to move on to our segment with Tyler Trudeau. Tyler Trudeau, CLNS Radio Video Correspondent, YouTube.com slash CLNS Radio. Tyler, Patriots win 22-17. They rallied back 
And something that was great about this defense that we can talk about is their run defense, holding Matt Forte to 27 yards and Bilal Powell to 36 yards. They, uh, the run defense definitely stepped up in today's game, but you kind of could tell that this game was going to be pretty interesting, even right off the uh, bat. Uh, Brady coming out, they get a three and out immediately, and you could just tell he definitely wasn't 100%. Losing Gronk was definitely a huge blow, and I did not think that the Patriots were going to be able to pull this one out, especially after the touchdown and the two-point conversion got called back. I was thinking, oh, the Jets are just going to march right down the field, and Fitzpatrick, really the league leader in interceptions, did not throw a single interception. But the Patriots were able to do something. It's that thing where you get the ball back without having them go through four downs. What's that called again? Oh, it's called a turnover. I forgot what a turnover <laughs> is because they haven't had a single turnover. And I can't remember the last time. I think the last time was the Texans game. Yeah, in San Francisco, they were able to force the ball out a couple of times. But it was nice to actually see the pass get on the football and get the fumble recovery that Malcolm Butler played. And then Chris Long really saved the day when Trey Flowers picked that one up. And it was a great way to end the game. It was kind of a little hypocritical of me saying the defense won them that game at the end there. Really, Brady did when he marched down the field. But the defense stepped up big. And it was really important that they did that, especially with Gostowski missing another field goal. I think that was the biggest red flag I thought that that was going to cost them the game and I really think they need to start looking for a new option for next season to replace Gostowski because he just isn't the same person that we know but anyway the Patriots still were able to win the game great run defense average passing defense I guess it wasn't great but it wasn't terrible and the offense did what it had to do when it mattered most. So Patriots get a solid win. And I don't think anyone looking at the records before this game would think that the Jets would give it any chance. But if you knew this Patriots-Jets rivalry, you know that every game, no matter what the records are of each team, the Jets are always going to play the Patriots tight, especially in MetLife. Absolutely, man. And, I mean, Talk, talking about Brady again, in 261 games, 200 wins, and he's now passed uh, uh, for over 60,000 yards. Just talk about how great he's been in, over his career. I know we do this all the time, just talk about, talking about his greatness. But, you know, get a win today, you know, breaking these records and tying these records and whatnot. He's just been great for so many years. And if he had that one season that he missed, his numbers would be through the roof right now. Uh, but – He's just been great for the Patriots over the last several years. I mean, I don't know much more you could say about him. I mean, the man's the greatest quarterback to ever play this game. I am tired of people debating it. I feel that after the last Super Bowl, there just can't be any question anymore that he is the greatest of all time. He's the GOAT. He has constantly proven that he he just is getting better. That's the scary part. Yeah, he may not have the same zip on the ball that he did last time, and he's not ever going to have that massive touchdown season when he had Randy Moss to throw to. But look at what he's been able to do to extend his career so he'd be able to play when he is in this north of 35 age, possibly going to be playing in his 40s. The man's in amazing shape. The man can run away from the ball, He can uh, from defenders. He can scramble in the pocket to keep the play alive. Yeah, he's still not blinding quick or anything, but he – has continued to adapt and play to his strengths and been able to continue to 
proved to the world that he is the best. He still has that 199th overall pick. However many years later after the draft, he's still using that to motivate him. And he just is consistently showing up week in and week out. And yeah, you said it. He should even have higher numbers. If he had the season when he tore his ACL, that season they were expected to win the whole thing with the offensive firepower they had probably the best offenses they've had since, I guess, this year. Tom Brady is the greatest of all time, and I am willing to argue day and night if anyone disagrees with me. I think this is the year that it's fin- that debate is finally starting to get put to rest. I don't see much much debate on it anymore. And Peyton Manning, as great as he was, Joe Montana, as great as they, he, as great as he was, they're not touching Brady at all. I want to speak on Malcolm Mitchell. He had a great game: five receptions, two touchdowns, forty-two yards. Brady's really looking at looking at him at the red zone. This, speak on his development and how big he can be for us down the stretch of this football season. I am all on the Malcolm Mitchell hype train. Yeah, he had a pretty key drop at the end of the game there when the ball just kind of flipped through his hands. But, hey, he's young. We can give him that, and the Patriots still won, so you really can't beat him up on that. I am happy that he was – getting looks and was targeted a couple of times, especially in the red zone. That is huge, especially when Gronk is not in the lineup. He was out with that back injury. So it was pretty big to see that Brady has such trust in that guy already after only playing on the team for such a short amount of time. It's really encouraging to see, and hopefully not only will it be big down the stretch, but it will be big hopefully for years to come that we could see – this tall receiver, the Patriots really haven't had a big receiver in since Randy Moss, I feel like. They really haven't had a guy who can jump up and get a jump pass. Obviously, there's Gronkowski, but he's a tight end. They really haven't had that Randy Moss type of build. And, yeah, Malcolm Mitchell isn't the exact same size or ever will be the same player as Randy Moss, but it's encouraging to see that he has such trust in such a young player and is comfortable throwing to him late in games, in hostile environment, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him get a couple more huge plays for the rest of the season to help them win. You have those those wide receivers, Malcolm Mitchell, along with the other guys that they have. One thing you never want to see is Patriots be without Gronkowski or Bennett. But like we asked, we were talking about earlier, if, you know, a situation came up where you didn't have those two you know, could this Patriots team survive with, with Mitch, just Mitchell, Edelman, uh, Hogan, and Amendola and, and the running game that they have? Uh, I'm going to say maybe. I honestly don't want to say yes because Bennett and Gronk have been such huge contributors to this team. And I know everyone says that the Jets are terrible. They have a terrible record. But the Jets are a great defensive team, and they definitely know how to play the Patriots well. I think it definitely was a good test for them today, and it was very nice to see Brady spreading the ball around, not just to Gronk. Edelman had a great game. You saw Hogan get a couple of touches as well, and just like we talked about with Malcolm Mitchell, he was playing a great game as well. I don't think it can – maybe they can get by a couple of weeks, but as soon as the playoff hits, they need to be at full strength because I don't think they're going to go far in the playoffs. 
if they aren't healthy, if they don't have Gronk, their biggest weapon, arguably. I think Bennett can do a good job substituting for a while, but Gronkowski is key to this team's long-term success. And if they don't have Gronk catching balls, then there's going to be problems. It sucks that during the end of the year, we always have to start questioning whether Gronk will be be available or any play will be available by the end of the year. This wants this team to be fully healthy. It seemed like today the offense was finally going to be healthy. We're going to see the full squad together, and it just unfortunately didn't work out like that. So we'll, we'll be looking forward to the reports that come out this week on Gronkowski and Bennett's health. But Tyler, thank you, man. Thank you once again for the insight. We appreciate everything you say, man. Thank you, guys. Have a great rest of your Sunday. Thank you, too, man. Take it easy. See you next week. That's Tyler Trudeau, CLNS Radio Video Correspondent. Follow him on Twitter at CLNS underscore Tyler. Head on over to the CLNS Radio YouTube channel to check out all of Tyler's great work for CLNS. Subscribe at YouTube.com slash CLNS Radio. That's YouTube.com. CLNS Radio. We're now going to move it on to Michael Longi, and he's going to give us the Around the NFL. Uh, thanks a lot, Marv. Uh, today's NFL scores are brought to you by Indochino. Listeners can get any premium Indochino suit for just $389 when you mention the code PATRIOTS at the Boston Indochino showroom at 85 Newbury Street. That's an $800 made-to-measure suit for just $389. Again, that's Indochino.com, and mention the promo code PATRIOTS at the Boston Indochino Showroom at 85 Newbury Street and get 50% off your first suit. A lot of big scores coming around in the NFL today, guys. Harris mentioned it earlier in the show. The Raiders did end up beating the Panthers 35-32. to Late win by Derek Carr. He dislocated his finger, came back, won the game. Very impressive win. They are now 9-2 and and the number one overall seed in the AFC. Tennessee Titans beat the Chicago Bears 27-21. Buffalo Bills managed to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 28-21. Baltimore Ravens defeated the Cincinnati Bengals 19-14, while the Arizona, Atlanta Falcons excuse me, defeated the Arizona Cardinals 38-19. New York Giants beat the Cleveland Browns, who are now 0-12 on the year, 27-13 the final there. Miami Dolphins managed to beat the San Francisco 49ers 31-24. They barely escaped with that one. Dolphins are now 7-4 and four on the year, so they're, they're slowly creeping up. Uh, mm. San Diego Chargers, 21-13 over the Houston Texans. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were able to beat the Seattle Seahawks by the odd score of 14-5. And then uh, next week's opponent, guys, the, last, the Los Angeles Rams were blown out by the New Orleans Saints today at home. 49-21 Rams fall. They're 4-7. and seven. We see them next week. That's uh, today's NFL scores, guys, around the NFL, brought to you by Indochino. Again, Boston Indochino Showroom. Mention the promo code PATRIOTS and get any premium suit for just $389. Back to you guys. Thank you, Alonji. And, yeah, like you mentioned, Dolphins are now 7-4. So that's their, their team looking for a playoff spot. You know, Bills are hanging around there as well. So it shows that these last couple few games, these five few games are very critical and getting wins, I don't want to see us end up like we did last year, you know, just pretty much playing nonchalant and saving, saving, saving face pretty much, just running the ball throughout all the games, losing to the Jets, losing to the Dolphins. And we found out what happened. We didn't get field position, and we went up to Denver in the playoff. So this year, 
health is critical. Health is critical in playing every game really hard because you you don't want to face a, a Dolphins team and get them into the playoffs and things can get crazy from there. Absolutely. Health is really critical because, I mean, at, by this time we know what we're going to get from our – we know what we have in this team. Uh, defensively, offensively, defend, not break defense, Tom Brady and his greatness and the weapons that he has. We know what we have from this team. All it just boils down to is keeping everybody healthy. I mean, you don't want to be facing these teams or you get to the playoffs and you're trying to squeak, you know, squeak by with wins and different situations like that. You know, something that Harris brought up earlier was about, you know, possibly sitting Gronkowski uh, because you technically don't need him. I mean, things can pretty much be locked up. Uh, especially, you know, get into the playoffs and whatnot. Obviously, you want you want that bye week, you know, the first round and whatnot. But who, who knows how things will shake out? Uh, health is important, like you said. And, you know, you got Leon Lewis back, who was a big part of this offense. You want Gronk out there. You want Bennett out there. Uh, we'll see how it goes. We just want everybody to be healthy for the, for the, the long stretch and possibly a playoff and Super Bowl run. Definitely. Before we continue on with stars and sorries that are coming up, let's hear a couple words from our sponsors. I just want to take a moment to talk to you about Movement Watches. Movement Watches, if you haven't heard of this company, it started by two broke college kids that wanted to wear stylish watches but couldn't afford them. So what did they do? They started their own company. Guys after my own heart, that's for sure. I love young entrepreneurs. As you know, CLNS Radio was founded by a bunch of Celtics fans way back in 2009, and from there we started a a company that made a career out of it, so we can absolutely relate to the owners of Movement Watches. And let me tell you, I purchased the Chrono Gunmetal Watch. This watch is so sleek, so cool, black stainless steel, it's light, it's versatile, it's great for dress occasions or even casual affairs. A little bit more about movement watches. They start at $95. I purchased the Chrome Gunmetal watch for under $100. And I know with the watch I purchased, you're looking at $400 to $500 in a department store. So give yourself a big discount off a watch right in time for the holidays. You can get 15% off today with free shipping. And if you don't like the watch, guess what? You can return it for free. All you have to do is go to movementwatches.com slash Celticsbeat. Wait a second, even the name is cool. It's spelled www.mvmtwatches.com slash Celticsbeat. Now is the time to step up your watch game, folks, and I can tell you since I got the Chrono Gunmetal Watch, I've been getting complimented left and right. Get your 15% off, get your free shipping, no risk involved. You can return the watch if you don't like it, and you're also supporting Celtics Beat Podcast and CLNS Radio. Again, go to mvmtwatches.com slash Celtics Beat. CLNS Radio's leading online coverage of the Boston Celtics now even more comprehensive than ever. From the Celtics postgame show to the Guard Report to CSL and to Celtics Beat, CLNS Radio's Boston Celtics news feed provides narrated breaking news, game recaps, and news and notes for the NBA's winningest franchise, all provided in real time. Don't have the time to surf the web or search engines and plunge your head into your computer or smartphone to read up on all the latest on the Celtics? No problem. Multitask while listening to CLNS's Celtics newsfeed. And for the 2016-17 NBA campaign, the Boston Celtics pregame report with myself, Larry A. Trussell, will be released on the newsfeed on game days at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. 
making it the first pregame report to air anywhere. We will give you a featured interview from someone providing opposing insight, pregame notes, and go on a Celtics draft pick watch, all in just 12 minutes or less. Available on the Boston Celtics newsfeed on iTunes and Stitcher, and the CLNS Radio mobile podcast app. New England Patriots come out with the win, 22-17 to on the road against the New York Jets. Steven Guskowski is going to be a story again this week, missing another field goal. And um, in a close game, it gets it gets scary. At first, you know, it's like, wow, what's up with this guy? What's going on? But when against the Jets, when you're, you're tied 10-10, you know, it was, it was a big deal. It was a big miss. And now the question is, will this guy be on the team next year or will he have a job next year? Me personally, I would not be surprised if Steven Gostowski is still on the team, even with his troubles, Mike. I know a lot of people are going to be asking me why, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of kickers who are struggling right now in the NFL, which is saving Gostowski's butt, I believe. But we'll see because this is it's becoming a trend and it's not a good one at all. Yeah, I'm giving up. I'm starting to give up hope on this guy. I mean, like you said earlier in the season, you're worried, but now this is continuing to go on and progress. And, you know, that field goal that he missed was a big part of this game. And it's just getting to a point now where, you know, could this guy this guy can't really be trusted. And you get in a situation with close games later on in the season or possibly in the postseason. The field goal he missed today, you can't miss those in, in the AFC Championship game. You can't be missing those in the Super Bowl. Uh, you, you know, those are big field goals a team needs and the Patriots need. And I said this early in the season when he was missing stuff, and I'll say it again. Patriots don't play that. You, you, you're not going to perform, do your job like Bill Belichick says. Patriots don't play that. So depending on how the rest of the season shakes out, you know, could he be early in the season? I would have been like, all right, he'll fix this. You know, the Patriots aren't going to move on from him or whatnot. But now that it's come this far through the season and we're still, you know, having to – Watch this guy when he when he's setting up for a field goal because you don't know if he's gonna make it or not. I don't know, man. He might not be around next year, but we'll see. We'll definitely see. But first, let's go on. I'm looking at the time, Mike. Do you know what time it is? Absolutely, it is time for the stars and sorries of the show, or from the game, I should say. And as usual, took it to Twitter got their opinion on who was their star of the game. And, Marv, we finally have a new award winner. You know, It's not Tom Brady. It is not Tom Brady. Even though he got over 60,000 yards, 200 career wins, it is not Tom Brady. For the first time ever in his young career, props, he's had a hell of a game. He performed really well last week, you know, saw the game. This week he comes out, you know, five receptions for 42 yards, two touchdowns. You got to give the young man credit. He's performing well, and he absolutely positively deserves the start of the game. Definitely, He's definitely trending upwards. Last week we saw him step up. This week he's even gotten better. And with all these injury scares that are going on right now, He's going to be vital. He's a big body. He can catch. He can route run. I'm happy that the Patriots got him, and they're actually utilizing him, and he's getting targets. So shout-out to Malcolm Mitchell being the star of the game. 
Yes, for sure. And obviously, you got some honorable mentions. Obviously, Tom Brady got some votes. But the guy who came in, came in second place uh, for votes was Chris Long, who you know was able to get the fumble at the end of the game and really secure the win for the team. So shout out to Chris Long as well. Yeah, but, Chris Long had a good game. Absolutely. But when there's the good, Marv, there's, there's the, the bad. bad. And when you're bad here on the post-game show, we have to tell you, sorry. sorry. And honestly, you know, I can't think of too many sorries from the game in terms of performance. But obviously, the man we were just talking about, he he has to be up for the sorry award because these missing field goals are something that we don't we don't play with around here as New England Patriots fans. You know, we're not used to seeing that. So, I'd say Steven Guskowski. Do you do you have anybody else in mind that you think? Steven Guskowski definitely, like Nick from Tampa said, he something he needs to get his head checked, change girlfriend, do something. Something's not working <laughs> out for him. That because it's a this is not the Steven Guskowski that we know. This was just some random kicker that's having. We'll be like, I right, get rid of him, but but this is shocking here. He's just been such a great kicker, a clutch kicker for us, and this is unusual, very unusual coming from Steven Guskowski. Absolutely. So, Steven Gostowski, I have a big fat sorry, sorry. sorry for you, Steven. my friend. You mm-hmm. you got to get it together, Steven Gostowski. But yeah, man, that's that's what we got for this week for sure. Hopefully, his. You think by this time he's gotten together? We thought that he got it together. Then he's he did this. Last week, he missed the extra point. Playoff time, it's going to get scary like you mentioned, Mike. You can't you can't miss those in the AFC Championship game. You can't miss those and, um, in a Super Bowl. So, I don't know. It looks like Patriots are going to need to put up a lot of points going forward. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Next week, Patriots take on the Los Angeles Rams. And the Los Angeles Rams have just been flat out bad. This has been a bad team. They haven't been great. They have Todd Gurley, but their their offensive line is horrible. Jared Goff, the rookie's finally playing. He's getting some experience, but he's nothing to be afraid about. They have they do have some receivers. Britt is someone, you know, Patriots gotta watch out for. But the team that I'm not too scared of scared at all, it should be once again I say it should be an easy game for the Patriots. They're four and seven. It's at home. Hopefully Brady's knee gets a little bit better. And Patriots come out with this win. I agree absolutely, man. Look at that team. They finally are they're finally playing their rookie quarterback after so long. Uh Todd Gurley hasn't been the same. Should be a win. And like I've said the last two weeks, I'll say it again. I'm looking for the defense to take on an opponent like the Rams and make a statement and have a solid game. I mean, that's all I'm looking forward to see, you know, hopefully more turnovers, fumbles, interceptions, whatever the case may be, maybe some sacks. Patriots defense got to step it up even more. That's all I'm asking for. And that's all I'm waiting to see. But yes, I agree with you as well. This should be a win for the new England Patriots. 
it shouldn't be a tough task. They only score 14, 15 points per game. You know, they, they don't have a high-powered offense. This is another team that's going to throw throw down your throats at all. They only average 220 yards throwing the ball and 80, 85 yards rushing the ball. So this offense is anemic to say. So Patriots defense should really, like you said, have a standout game and really put some things together. Michael Longy, what are you looking forward to in this game next week? Well, I'm with you guys. I mean, the, the the Rams are by no means a very good team. They do have a pretty good defense, I can say, as uh, starting them in my season-long fantasy league for most of the season. Uh, they've been really good fantasy-wise for most of the year, giving up points and whatnot. They're not terrible in that respect. Then again, they did just give up 49 points to a high-powered Saints offense, so that could be all out the door. Todd Gurley, like you mentioned, he's a great player. Rookie quarterback. Tavon Austin with his speed, that could give you some issues. Kenny Britt's a big receiver. We've all seen that, you know, big receivers sometimes cause uh, problems for the Patriots' corners. But all in all, guys, uh, I'm with you. I don't think it's going to be too difficult of a game. I see them probably winning by, you know, 10, 10 12-plus points, I would say, easily in, uh, in next week's game. For sure. It's at home, too. So, I mean, it, it's, it doesn't get much easier than that. It's definitely good to have a game like that. Rest up, Gronkowski, like some of you guys have been saying. We don't need to see him this this week. It should be a game Patriots handle easily. Any more final thoughts, Mike? Uh, you know, uh, it's good to have the Patriots head back home, like you said, and get a and, and play a team like the Rams. Uh, you know, back in front of the home crown, ho- hopefully put on a good performance. Rest up, guys, if need be. You don't need to put much effort into this game against the, the St. Louis, uh, the Los Angeles Rams. I'm sorry. Uh, just get it done. Get it done in front of the home crowd, you know, and, and it should be an easy win. Yep, this is the post-game show, and it will be available for on-demand download by searching for the CLNS Radio New England Patriots post game show on iTunes and Stitcher, as well as the CLNS Radio mobile podcast app. When you download our feed, you'll also get Patriots News Park, our daily news podcast hosted by our content manager, Michael Longi. While you're at it, make sure you check out the Patriots Beat podcast hosted by Harris, which is also available on iTunes, Stitcher, the CLNS Radio mobile podcast app. You can also check out Tyler Trudeau's video work for CLNS at YouTube.com slash CLNS Radio and catch him on Celtics Newsfeed five days a week on CLNSRadio.com. And be sure to check out Charles Russick and Billy White's written work on the Patriots at CLNSRadio.com. Today's show is brought to you by Indochino. Get any Get any premium suit for $389 when you mention the code PATRIOTS at their Newberry Street showroom in Boston. Omaha Steaks get a family gift pack for just $49.99 when you go to omahasteaks.com and type the word BEAT, that's B-E-A-T, the main search bar, and buy Blue Apron. Get your first three meals for free with free shipping when you go to blueapron.com slash PATRIOTS. To thank our guests, to call and everyone who tuned in. For executive producer Mary H. Russell, Patriots content manager Michael Longi, to my co-host Mike Nice, I'm Marvin Izan. See everyone back here next week when the Patriots take on the Los Angeles Rams. Go Patriots!
Yes, sir. And again, this has been the New England Patriots post-game show powered by CLNS Radio, the leading online provider of audio and video coverage for all New England professional sports. We will see you guys next week. Progressive brings you Flowetry with Flow. When Flow flows, she flows in the know. Mind ruminates the rates. Shown them all, I heed the call. Seeing the rest, I choose the best. Sometimes it's ours, sometimes it's not. When the fox walks, is it called a fox trot? That's a real question. Compare Progressive Direct rates with competitors' rates. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy.